0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rising Tide Podcast with Tara. Today, a different format where I have one of my friends coming and joining along, Laura Villalobos, all the way from Mexico to talk about support and what the support looked like for her in her life and what are actions and moments that have shown that for her. Hello, Laura. Hola, amiga. Thank
1: you for having me here. I'm so glad that we're having this conversation together because I think we've both lived it together. Uh, we've done it for each other and I love this to have for
0: us. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Yes. Um, and yeah, so straight in, what is a moment or multiple moments in your life where People have shown up and they've shown support. And what did that look like?
1: Well, actually I can say I've been lucky enough that I've had support through all my life and in most of my activities. And it has come from different people and in so many different ways that I am just to have experienced it. And then also I think that teaches me to give it back um, maybe not to the same people that gave it to me, but sometimes it um, comes...
0: <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> so we also have a FaceTime going on because um, we had a bit of a tech issue going on at the beginning trying to figure this out. And so, yes, Lara is making funny faces on the iPad because she's losing her words, but that is
1: fine. I'm sorry, guys. I need to practice my English. Uh, but yes, yeah, so sometimes the support that I uh, experience from other people, I can give it back,
0: and it's like a chain. I like that. It's and call it whatever you want, but comes around, goes around, karma, or just yeah. But there's also this similar things with little acts of kindness, where if you show a gesture of kindness to somebody, they'll just naturally want to do it for somebody else. And that's sort of along those lines. Um, Can you give an example, a moment where you were in need of support or you didn't particularly know you were in need of support, but somebody came into your life and did something that just felt like a a relief, like a a weight was lifted off.
1: Yeah, I can think of a lot of moments. I treasure a lot the ones in Hong Kong when we were living in Hong Kong. Were you still there? I think I had a lot of people that I call my angels because they were not people that knew me from a long, long time. But they were kind enough. They knew the struggle that I was having, that I was going through. And they gave advice. It came from from advice, economical support, um, understanding, you know, like whenever I needed more time or, um, yeah, like more time to deliver things, I think people were so supportive and were always finding ways to help me and to make me feel at home, which is something that I'm very grateful for.
0: Yeah, and also because it was your first big move from Mexico all the way to Hong Kong. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) So it was the first time that I moved from Mexico. Um, And also it was a different language. I knew English English before, but never, yeah, no, no. It was so different, so far away from home and with a lot of struggles that I've never had before. And I think, yeah, I, I could say people around me were magic.
0: trying to... Magic, you mentioned sort of economical support, more time, just being there, showing up for you. Could you give an example of one of those? Pick whichever one you prefer.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I have a lot. So... Um, when I was looking for a job, uh, well, people really were very supportive and trying to find in what way my skill will help their company. So I had a lot of offers, even if like, I was not, you know... <laughs> like, I, I didn't have a lot of experience there. Uh, I had in Mexico, but, you know, it's not the same... When you're in another country and a lot of people were giving me opportunities uh, work-wise also i kind of managed sometimes to um let's say if i had to pay, pay rent and i couldn't in that moment people were kind enough either to lend me a little bit of money or maybe letting me pay a little bit later Um, So for me, it was such a relief because I was basically using most of my income for paying rent. So this kind of, I I wouldn't say little acts, I would say they were huge, uh, were lifting a weight from my shoulders. Also, for example, you were one of the people that were helping me a lot, Um, I would say, in my mind. Um, I think I was stuck in my mind and you gave me resources that I can learn and that I can, you know, break this moment of feeling that I couldn't do anything, uh, that that I was like stuck, that I didn't have any opportunities. And I think you gave me a lot of tools and a, a lot of resources apart from the friendship, which is also really nice. But the resources you gave me, for example, I remember you uh, sent me some Tony Robbins um, workshops and I was doing them and you sent me Netflix uh, documentaries and things like that, readings and all of those things helped my mind and my shifting of, of my thoughts. And I think that also helped, maybe not there necessarily because I was talk, but coming back to Mexico definitely made a change. Thank you. No, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, um, they
1: were amazing.
0: Words. Um, I just want to also go back on the, the beginning part of things that you said, and two things come up. And the first one was belief, people believing in you. Um, you say you you didn't have experience in Hong Kong, but you had in Mexico. Um skills are transferable. So whether you worked in one country or another, or in an industry or another, um, the skills that you've learned over time, those are transferable. It's, even if you're starting fresh um, in a new environment, you have that experience and those skills with you. So it's not 100% fresh. Um, So the people were able to I mean, maybe I'm, I'm wrong because I'm seeing this, but for me, it's people were seeing your capacity and your skill sets and believed in you because you had that. Yes, you didn't have it in Hong Kong, but you did have that. It wasn't out of nothing. Um, and the second one was trust. People trusted you. Um, mm-hmm. it, it said, And it's, I guess it's how you, you behave on a day-to-day basis and you get to know people and people's like, yeah, I trust her. Um, and so, showing both belief and trust in a way is um, yeah showing support
1: yeah and it's funny that you mentioned about the skills because actually people didn't see my skills they trusted me so that's important how you like what you said at the beginning about the kindness of people and how you behave with people because Yeah, they really trusted me, not my skills. So I think, yeah, it it was funny because they they haven't even seen my work before, right? So I was lucky, but I think it also comes from other things. Like I said, maybe it was a a chain. Maybe before I supported someone like this blindly or almost blindly, I don't know. But I think it's really important to also have the support from yourself because I think that helped me a lot um, with my way of approaching people. And I think we should all try to come to people in this way of, I don't know, like open, like sponges. Like we wanna learn also from people.
0: That's true. Stay curious. (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's um but it's true even on the curiosity side and say sponges we actually know nothing about the people in front of us nothing about their experience their backgrounds their feelings their emotions and we tend to put what has happened onto our lives what happens on uh, from our lives our experience our background and project that onto others and so say they're behaving like this and so in my sort of metrics of everything this means that um, but except they're behaving on their own sort of experienced life learnings and so it's actually there it can be a misalignment because it doesn't yeah it's they're taking on from so stay curious to like why are you doing this? why are you saying this? Why? where is that coming from?
1: and also I think uh, in the staying curious and I think you do that a lot and Um, trying to do the same uh, with people, you ask how you can be supported to people. So it's not only you're curious about the person, but you're curious on how you can support them. And that also gives you the opportunity to give them the support they actually need. Because sometimes people just don't know how. And I think that's something that I've learned from you. It's asking how can I support you? How can I give you um, what you are needing? And I think it's part of being curious, but also genuinely trying to support or,
0: yeah, to give support. Well, it's hard to articulate um, what you need sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have found that very <sighs> over the last six months. Um, it, it's come up over and over again where, again, from my perspective, this is what I see and I don't see the whole picture and I don't know everything that's going on in the other person's mind or life. Um, but I can see something's up, like something's going on. And, and I've come to this point where, I can see it. I was like, okay, I can see this is happening. I can see this behavior's changed, but I don't know why. And I don't know what you need. And so I've been very conscious about that. And just asking like, what do you need? What, what, what is it? Because like you're behaving a certain way, but I'm reading it all over the place. I'm not comprehending. what you. It's like, okay, it's, it's yeah. And, and also with, I'm talking from personal experience, but, Um, I'm persistent I can be extremely stubborn (laughs) (laughs) I want to help too much sometimes and be in people's faces so if people don't tell me what they want my personality will persist (laughs) so I'm yeah and that's why I ask like what do you need and if you tell me like I need space or I just need time for myself or like or you know this is actually what I need a specific ask. Like I just and then I was like, okay, yeah, I can give you that. (laughs) And thank you for telling me, but now I know and I can yeah. Comes back to we're not mind readers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And we don't have the same needs. (laughs) None of us.
0: Yeah. No, it's, um, the whole support, it shows up in tiny little ways. I remember a moment in um, June 2021 where I uh, I felt things were coming together, but I felt I was crumbling inside, um, and in that moment in time, I didn't feel okay. Um, it's the feeling. It's not what was going on in the external world. And I called you. Um, I was in tears on the phone. <laughs> and you didn't even try to say, it's going to be okay, you'll figure it out or whichever. It's like, I mean, I think we both know that we will figure it out and we'll find a solution. Mm-hmm, but in right. that moment where we are in crisis, they were like, it's just we're feeling it all. Um, what you said was, uh, you have emotion. It's good. You're not a machine. And I just burst out <laughs> laughing when <laughs> tears like rolling down my face. And I'm like, you know, what? it's, it's like, yeah, it was, it was just, At the moment, it was right what I needed. It was not denying my emotions, not sort of pushing them aside, saying things are going to be okay. Um, And just like, yeah, right now it sucks. feels like this. Um, But again, trusting in yourself and other people around you and saying, you know, she'll figure it out. She'll know what she needs to do anyway. So there's no point of telling her that. It's just like, yeah, it feels like shit, but hey, you're still human.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that call. Yeah, because also sometimes we have different ways of showing our stress, our needs, our feelings. And sometimes this part of where you're showing yourself vulnerable, people try to tell you how you should be feeling or how you should approach this. And I feel and I think I reacted as I would like someone to react with me. Because I know I can do things. I know I can figure them out. I know there's no point in getting stuck in things that I cannot control. But yeah, as I told you, I'm not a machine. I feel things. I get stressed. I cry. I'm a very sensitive person. I'm an artist. So I feel a lot and I express it. And sometimes people try to... I And I think sometimes it's... Um, this way of showing support but not really asking how the person needs the support right so maybe for someone else it would be nice to hear oh you can do this but maybe for us that would be like I know that don't tell me that like you know just maybe you just need like a hug or uh someone to listen no the other way someone to listen to you yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, us—we're friends, and I think we know each other. And how I think we're very similar in this way. And I was thinking the other day, um, maybe sometimes we lean in people that will not give us the support that we need. And that's also important. Like, if you want someone that's going to tell you a life lesson, then lean to that, into that person. But if you want to hug, maybe you lean into the other person that you know is going to hug you and you're not going to feel like you didn't get the support you wanted, I think. Um, so I know from my friends who is going to give me the blah, blah, blah that I don't want to hear in that moment. And I know who's going to give me a hug and tell me, oh, they're there, (laughs) you know, like, I hear you, I care about you, and just feel it, Mm. and I think that's also a nice thing to know, who can, who you
0: can um, find support with. I remember you mentioning that in previous conversation that we had, and I was gonna have a question, but you answered it already, the question was, how do you do, actually, you can still answer it, but How do you deal with people who are trying to give you the support that they think you need, but it's not what you need? So one of them is choosing the people you go to at that moment, but it can be sometimes you happen to be in a situation where there are people that are not the people you would normally go to and they're trying to give you support and it's still not what you need. What do you do then?
1: Well, uh, it's a learning thing. I think before I got frustrated, um, I used to get like, ah, why do they do this? And thinking that they were not being conscious enough with me or like empathic, empathetic. Yeah, that's correct. But now I try to say thank you, but not, you know, like, not expect from them what i need so it's tough because it's it, it has happened with people that i love and sometimes it's disappointing but it also gives you like you have an expectation right and they don't meet the expectation you get disappointed and you get feelings from that so what i'm trying now to do is if i have the Like if I have the right relationship where I feel comfortable enough to ask them for what I really need, I ask. So let's say if, I don't know, if one time you're giving me something that I'm not needing, I will tell you. I will say like, hey, now I need this from you. And if you can give it, nice. But if not, I would rather, you know, say to you how I'm feeling. But if it's someone that I don't really trust enough to tell them, like to be open enough, I would just say thank you and, you know, try to reach out for someone that will give me what I need, the support that I
0: need. Yeah. I, I had a moment um, that happened, it was... It was again, it's just it's a tiny little thing and it's when something happens that is not aligned with your expectation, then you get disappointed and you feel a bit shitty inside for a certain amount of time. I tend to cut it down to a short period of time, give myself like feel miserable, and then next. Um, mm-hmm. and at that moment it was interesting because I was talking to a friend who <laughs> tried to be supportive and instead of the acknowledging the feelings and the emotion that was going on right now is like oh you'll figure it out something else will come along blah blah and I noticed the difference where and I messaged you as well at the same time um the difference between you'll figure something else and somebody telling you uh yeah it sucks um but you're still awesome One's focusing on sort of the situation, but the other one is like reinforcing the personality and how you show up and are, Um, and that feels better. Does that make sense? I feel i have rambled.
1: Yeah, I think like the other one is like a saying that everybody says, right? Like, oh, you're going to figure it out. Everybody says that. But the other one is focusing more on cheering you up and yeah, like lifting you. Uh, like you're gonna figure it out because you are this and this. Like remember, you are these, and that's why you'll figure it out. Could be.
0: Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> well, that's how I understood. <laughs> yeah, it, it I mean, it, that's what I say. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Um, yeah. It's. Yeah, it's it's always interesting how anyways it shows up in different ways and obviously how you feel towards it is, is also interesting because it's said different people, different feelings, different reactions.
1: Yeah. And I have a question for you. Can I can I Yeah, ask a few good questions for as well. So when you really don't find support in anyone. Or you feel that way, right? Sometimes we don't even know the kind of support we need and that's why we don't get it. Why have? What have you done that has given you the support for yourself? Like, how can you solve this if you really feel like nobody is giving you the support you need in that moment?
0: I... Um... Well, I give time to feel the suckiness first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, yeah. It, it, that's, that's what we said. It's um, embracing the feelings. The feelings are there for a moment. Um, when I feel like things aren't working my way and I'm feeling all of it, first of all, it's not negating them. It's saying like, I'm feeling this. This is how I'm feeling. It feels like crap. I'll figure out a solution. Don't know how yet, but I'll figure something out. But it's, my feelings are valid. Um, and not trying to shut them down I've I've done that previously over many many years and it has never helped me Um, and then actually once you start embracing all those feelings something starts shifting um, inside of me where I go from feeling shitty feeling sorry for myself ish and then it's like Action mode. And what goes, there's actually a um what do you call it? not a saying, but it's from a book a long time ago. But shifting mindset from I can't to how can I. Mm-hmm. And so that shift goes from seeing whatever situation it is, okay, this didn't happen. All right. So what's in my control? And how can I make it happen? Um I also have this mindset of like when I go for bigger goals is the belief in myself and in my actions going forward, that this is what I'm gonna make happen. I don't know exactly how it's gonna happen. I know it's a bit of contradiction, but um, but it's gonna happen. And so the, the how can I, it's sort of like the next one to two steps that I'm gonna take forward. Um, And then the the bigger one is this is gonna happen. I don't have all the solutions, but I'm gonna take those two steps or one, actually start with the first step, not the um, two steps, but start with the first step. And then after that first step, I'm in a different situation than I was before. So reassess everything. What's the information that I have? What can I be done? What are the people that I can contact with? And then take the next step from that. And then from that next step, I'm in a different situation. Again, reassess what's around me, what's the information that I have, what's possible, how can I do it? Then take the next step towards the bigger goal and aim. Um, So it's a back and forth motion between where I wanna go and where I am and always reassessing. Um, So that's why also, I like to have longer term goals, objectives, directions Um, but then once those are set then I go back to the day-to-day and I don't today I don't plan the whole trajectory because Mm. I know that if I (laughs) I have done this in the past where I have tried (laughs) and things that something changed and everything needs to change again it doesn't align anymore and so I need to like go back from zero again And all the time that I've spent planning the whole journey is wasted and I need to reassess. And so now I like to leave space for all those unexpected opportunities that will come across my path because I have taken a little bit of more actions. Things have shifted. I might have met a new person or I might have talked about something that I'm looking to do. And somebody will say, oh, I know somebody. And then that contact will link me to somebody else. And I could have never planned that on my own. Because I didn't have that contact at that time that was like, oh, I've met her. Love how she's behaving. Okay, I, you know, she's got these skills. I know so-and-so that have these, need these skills. How do I put them together? And I could not have planned that on my own. Um, and so if I have that full lined up path, I am limiting myself to all these other opportunities that could come along. And I would also be blindsided because I would not be looking for them. I'd be like, this is my path. I need to go straight. Instead of just saying like, next step we'll see what happens reassess go on no. um sorry long answer <laughs> no it's good um but i've had that last year where i've had and i and i reached out i reached out to people for a specific ask and i didn't get it and yeah and it was exactly that it was Feeling like shit. Didn't know what else I could do. Getting over it. What's the next step? Knowing that's what I wanted to make happen. And then just taking one step at a time. Um, And and you slowly get yourself out of it. Um, Also, action shifts your mindset. When you keep taking actions, um, and it's one action at a time. It's you start realizing that you make stuff happen. And so your mind shifts along because you're like, oh, wait, I've actually made this happen. Cool, what else can I make happen? So instead of going like, life is miserable, doesn't work for myself, I'll never come to anything. When you take responsibility and you take actions, then that shifts because yeah, you get to see the results.
1: Nice knowing how resourceful we are by ourselves Uh, because sometimes we get stuck and I think it has happened to me a lot on the external um on the external things which are important sometimes yeah you cannot do things maybe without money right but or money, or people, or whatever, you know, the resources, but I think once you shifted your mind into you are resourceful enough, um, it also change changes your approach to planning or to actions, and yeah, I like that, um, what you say about just step by step, um, I remember I was always conflicted by the question on how you see how you see yourself in five years. Because sometimes I really don't know, and it's maybe I'm um, wrong, and maybe in one moment in my life I will see it clearly. But sometimes I was like, anything can happen. <laughs> how can you know so certain? But now I feel like one step at a time has worked for me a lot because also it helps me to know what I need, uh, how I need it, when I need it. And I think that having or finding your own support, it's so amazing. Um, Yeah, it feels horrible when you ask for the support and it's not given to you. It's horrible. But at the end, I think we are we're all struggling and if we don't have the support maybe we really never needed it maybe we were we had to shift something and create it or maybe we were asking the wrong people or i don't know i i think it's it's great when you see the final picture and you see what you achieved. well for what I know that, that you did and everything, I guess you felt lonely at some point, uh, or maybe, yeah, like you were not having, or you were expecting from certain people, the support, so puts people in their places, right? Like I was saying, maybe you know, you cannot ask this certain person for this anymore, you can have a nice relationship with that person or with those people, but maybe
0: those, those are not part of your support web. For the expecting part, um, I don't expect it. I've, I've tried to remove that expectations. Uh, what I work with is asking. Mm-hmm. So you don't ask, you don't get. Um, Expecting things from the outside world without actually voicing them is just really irrational when you think about it because nobody can read yeah. your mind. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just it's asking for it. And I don't ask um, with an expectation of receiving a yes. I ask because I'm giving it a shot and whatever the answer will be, then I will make the next decision from that. Um, but I don't ask with the expectation of, like, I'm going to get a yes. I'm going to say just bring the information forward. going to ask anyways. I've got nothing to lose. If I receive a no, I'm exactly where I am. <laughs> and if I receive a yes, I'm the next step. Um, so, yeah, just on the expectation parts. Um, change expectations for appreciation. Um, I like that one a lot. So instead of expecting things from people, be – appreciative of where you are and what you have um and whatever the situation is because even for example in the hard times like you said um where i haven't received the support i needed it i've learned to be super resourceful on myself figure out another solution that i would not have come if i didn't get the no um and as much as it's Support helps, but also sometimes the lack of support means you get to dig, uh, dig deeper inside of yourself and see what you're made of as well. And like I said, go self-supporting yourself. Mm -hmm. All right. We're coming up at just over 30 minutes. Um, Is there something else you'd like to add thoughts sharing or questions well I would
1: just like to end up with uh, how I feel it's super important to find your web of support Uh, it's important to have contacts um, for different things right for the cheers for the advice for everything because uh, it, it also helps you to move through life with, I think, lifting yourself and lifting others. And I really am grateful for because I know I have a great support around me and I've chosen them and we, we have built our relationships in very um rich ways and i really really appreciate that and even when they cannot support me i think the support that i've received has been enough and um i'm just just so grateful and i'm grateful for you having me here and um finding my point of view interesting enough for your podcast and I'm so glad to listen to the final result the final product
0: I also wanted to add one thing that I admire in you is, is how you've been able to create that support web all around you um, and I've seen it with you just people over and over again that speak so highly of you. Um and in short amount of times and it's always yeah just I admire that. Oh I thank you so much. Thank you thank you. Um you can follow Laura on social media. I will put the link in the show notes so you can see her. She's on TikTok instagram we share those um and you can also get all the episodes on to my newsletter at tarabarot.com t-a-r-a-b-a-r-o-t.com uh and share it on socials share the podcast episode with people that you think it can help if you've taken anything away from it if you've learned um yeah, share it around and let me know what you've taken away from it as well. Um, this is a topic close to my heart as it's been a journey finding the support around me um, and the right people as well, as Laura said, to go to at the times that I need it. Still learning, still working on it. Um, so I'm curious what do you get from this podcast episode. All right. Thank you for listening. And till next time. Bye.